Oh boy, a lot to unpack here. A lot to unpack. Oh hell yeah, I am here for this. Wait, why do they have tails if they're in human form? beyond the binary i'm emily J, and this is the i ship it podcast where we talk about fan fiction and fandom and everything you pretend you're not reading on your phones <sighs> hello it's october october is the best month of the entire year and i will straight up fist fight anybody who tries to say otherwise i'm going full basic bitch on this this here episode so if you don't care about October or the fall, you just skip right on through and I'll get to the fix at the end, I promise. But for those of you who are sticking around, it's raining today. I mean, I live in the Pacific Northwest, so it rains a lot of the year, but we had a crazy hot, super dry, smoky summer. And when the rain comes back, it's like, it's like an old friend, you know? Just like showing up when you need it. And I just like to like stand outside and just like tilt my face up and let the rain kiss my skin and be like, hmm, welcome back. And then, of course, this morning I found out there's a leak in my shoe. And I was like, all right, rain, you've outstayed your welcome. Get the fuck out. So I have uh, squishy socks <laughs> until I can order a new pair of, of boots. But I did not know that there was a hole in the bottom of my shoe until I stepped in a puddle. So, super fun. Well, I knew the hole was there, but I didn't know it was that bad. Uh, Spoiler alert, it is. And I had squishy socks all day. But you know what? That does not taint how much I love October. It was just our sexy, silent producer's birthday. Happy birthday, love of my life. If you guys want to send Jer a happy birthday message, please feel free on all of our social media platforms. He would like that. And uh, a lot of people that I love actually have October birthdays. So I think it's a wonderful month. And it's also when we got married and when we fell in love. We did that not in the right order. We fell in love first, then we got married, both in the fall. And it's just like so bright and colorful and cozy. And I can like rock my true aesthetic, which is like leggings and a giant shapeless trash bag of a sweater and maybe a scarf and some boots. Mm doesn't get any better than that. If fashion ever changes away from that, I'm gonna be fucked because that's all I want to wear and that's all I've ever wanted to wear. And I might just choose that for the rest of my life because now I'm in my 30s and I can no longer give a fuck. Right? Right. We already talked about that. Uh, But going into October, it's this cool thing going on and I just found out about it, I want to say two years ago. So if it's been going on longer than my acknowledgement of it, which I'm certain it has, uh, I apologize. And you can tell me when it started, when you want. <clears throat> it's this thing called Inktober. And it's a really awesome thing. If you're an artist where they give you like 31 days of prompts and you create something like a drawing or a painting or <clears throat> whatever your medium is, you do one each day for the whole month. And, uh, If you just want to go to like the Inktober tag on Instagram, it's really cool. Everybody does like amazing things. And it just seems like it's just like a visual feast. We're only eight days in. So I've just been scrolling through every day and just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
I have no artistic talent whatsoever, like not even a little bit. I can barely match my clothes. So the fact that people like put these things out here and then they fucking tag themselves like, uh, just threw something together, didn't know what to do with this prompt. This was like a five minute thing. And maybe they're not telling the truth, but sometimes they are. And it just makes me like die because they're so good. And I can pretty much manage stick figures sometimes. But we're not talking about me. We're talking about these amazing artists. So go on Instagram and just just do the Inktober tag. I think that's the best way to do it. I invite you guys to look at all the amazing art. It's also a really great time for fan art, um, which we haven't talked a whole lot about, but it's pretty self-explanatory. It's when people create art about our favorite fan fandom things. Uh, sometimes it's to do with a, a fic. Sometimes it's to do with the actual con, like the canon material itself. Sometimes it's just like, meh, fuck it. This is a character I want to draw and I'm putting it in this verse. Cool, whatever. But it's a great time for art in October. And if uh, you need some art in your life because it is therapeutic just to look at somebody else's talent and be like, oh, thank you. I recommend you check out the Inktober tag. You will not be disappointed. There's also a website. I'm linking to it in the notes. But the Inktober tag is going to be your best bet to just dive right into all this amazing stuff that's being created. So do that. And while all of the artists are creating phenomenal stuff for me to feast my eyes upon, my brain is uh, not challenged by work anymore at all. So I have a lot of um, space in my head to do things like contemplate what I'm going to write for Nano. What is Nano, you ask? Maybe you don't ask. Maybe you already know. And you're like, Emily, skip to the fucking fix. I'm not going to. Nano is short for NaNoWriMo. I've been saying NaNoWriMo my entire life, and I've been told that's wrong. So I'm trying to change it. Uh, NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month. Of course, it should be Rye because it's writing. Uh, National Novel Writing Month, which is the month of November, where you take a pledge to lose your goddamn mind and write 50,000 words in 30 days. That's... That's what Nano is. So like Inktober is this like beautiful expression of like everybody's creative soul and it's gorgeous and it's amazing. Nano is the total opposite. Everybody just burrows into themselves. Nobody goes on Tumblr anymore. Nobody has time for social media. Everybody's just furiously clacking out words that all hating themselves, hating their plots, drinking way too much coffee, eating too much crap food and sugar. And the only people, it's like going to war, says someone who's never even really been in like a fist fight. Uh, because the only people who understand what the fuck you're going through are the people who've done it themselves. So also in the notes, we have NaNoWriMo.org. And if you want to see what the fuck I'm talking about and what this is all about, go and check it out. And if I have used Nano in the past as a springboard to explore some ideas that I've been thinking about. I've used it to create uh, original fiction. And this year, for the first time ever, I've decided to just stay within my lane and do a fanfic. Um, and I am really excited about that, actually. I think it might be less stressful than the years I've tried to go, all the other years I've done it before, and tried to go solo original. 
So I'm looking forward to it. I will probably update you guys uh, on my progress as I go through. I have a plot. I have a title. Naturally, I have a Pinterest mood board and uh, some fan art that I put together for it. And if you're lucky and you ask for it, I might uh, post that on Tumblr so you guys can see. I've posted it before, but I'll post it again because I'm a narcissist. And I would love to know what you think of me assembling photos in a grid to be aesthetically pleasing, to support my own imagination. And if you do decide to um, to sign up for Nano or NanoRimo.org and take the pledge and, and throw yourself in with all this madness, uh, for the month of November, let me know and I will add you as a buddy and we can cheer each other on. So that's what I want to do. Other things I want to do this fall. Let's see. Um, well, I've gone for a hike on in the woods uh, with the changing leaves and that was gorgeous. And I've gone to the farmer's market multiple times and I baked an apple treat. So it's coming up on pumpkin season soon. I don't want to rush it though. Pumpkins for me is more like late October, early November. I'm not a pumpkin spice basic bitch. Can't do it. I think it's gross. Sorry, don't blame me. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the thing I love to do the most, most, most during the fall is to curl up on my couch with my baggy sweaters and my socks and my cats and my fuzzy blankets and watch scary movies and read scary books and just scare the fuck out of myself. And it's what I've done since I was a little girl. I used to get in trouble for watching um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I I couldn't handle it, but I wanted to be scared. And so my mom would like catch me watching it and she'd flip out because I'd always have nightmares and I'd scream the whole house awake or whatever. Come to find out that when she was a child, uh, she got in trouble for watching The Twilight Zone and she'd like sneak downstairs and turn the volume on her TV down way low and just like press her ear to the speaker so that she could hear the story, but she wouldn't be able to watch it because she'd have to like choose between watching and listening. And she'd have nightmares. And then my grandma would yell at her. So this is really just a vicious cycle that repeated itself. And I cannot believe when I learned that, I was like, mother, really? All the things I have to yell at her about someday. <sighs> but anyway, like mother, like daughter, I guess. And I just like to scare the shit out of myself. Poor Jer. <laughs> um, but to that end, I wanted to see if, and I wasn't even sure that they existed, but see if anybody wrote scary fanfic. Not, as I've stated before, as I delved into before, fanfiction about scary movies. Because as uh, I found out, to my horror, uh, most people turn fic about scary movies into monster fucker porn and not to criticize not to judge even a little bit but that just wasn't what I was looking for when I was looking for scary stories so so I found um some a couple fics I'm going to space them out throughout the month so we can kind of be creeped out together I feel like this will be a nice little cleanse from the uh the cringe binge of 20s 2018 of September and I um I found two I, like I said I found like I said I found a bunch um but I found two for this week and one uh one of them actually got me into a fan well not got me into I'm not like you know a rabid fangirl about it but I had to 
explore actually kind of both two fandoms I had never delved into before. Um, so first fic, we'll talk about it's it's pretty easy, uh, pretty easy read. I mean, they're both they're both easy reads. I think they're both three chapters. Yeah, they're they're both very short. Um, not very short, but they're they're quick, they're easy, and uh, they manage to tell a, a pretty pretty good story. So the first one is called Practical Magic by Dragon Goddess Thirteen. Great name. Uh, this is a it is a three part crossover of. One of my favorite witch movies of all times, Practical Magic. So we could have done a little bit better on the title, but I won't judge. Uh, Practical Magic, Thor, and uh, Venom, the new Tom Hardy movie that has the internet (laughs) whipped into a frenzy about uh, Venom himself. Now, I I like to get into a frenzy about Tom Hardy, but the monster, eh, not really doing it for me. However, this fic combines three elements that I really like, Tom Hardy, Darcy Lewis, and uh, Practical Magic, where Darcy is uh, kind of takes the place of the Owens sisters characters, where she's the girl that everybody whispers about, that she's a witch, and that her family's a witch, you know, family are witches, and she's magic, and blah, 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 and she puts curses on people and all this other shit. And then Eddie Brock rolls into town, just kind of... Uh, you know, under the guise of soul searching, I guess. And I don't know anything about the Venom fan fandom. And I have a fic picked out to talk about with my friend Sam. I just need to get her to come on this show because I think she's has she'll have so much fun to say. We'll have so much fun together and she'll have so much to say. But um so I don't know anything about Venom, but I do know that I liked this fic because uh there's a scene in Practical Magic where they accidentally kill a guy. And they have to bring him back to life. And spoiler alert, same thing happens here. But when Darcy brings Eddie back, he starts saying, instead of I, he starts saying we. And um, I guess she like wakes up the the venom in him. Uh, the sim- symbiotes, I think is what they're called. But she like wakes that up when she t- brings him back from the dead, which she's only trying to do uh so that he doesn't you know she doesn't have to go to prison she's like i don't really care what he comes back as he just needs to come back with a pulse um she kills him by accident whoops these things happen so anyway so she wakes up the monster that's inside of him and it's kind of really like gets really dark um it's it's listed as Darcy slash Eddie Brock slash Venom symbiotes, which I was like, oh god, I don't want this. But it's that's that. As of right now, it's saying it's complete, so I'm taking it at face value that this is a complete fic, and that's not how it goes. I mean, there is like Venom takes over, and he's very scary, and he's chasing after Darcy, and he captures her or whatever. But there's not like a mutual attraction, I guess. <laughs> what I'm trying to say I don't think Darcy's into it which like okay Darcy that's my girl again not judging if you are into it but if you want to read a fic where she's not and it's scary and it's cinematic and it's like ooh, yay good little monster fic uh, I recommend this one it was fun and I wasn't expecting it I was kind of reading it like with my eyes you know one eye open because I didn't wasn't sure how much I wanted to commit but 
once I started reading it, it just flowed quite nicely. And it was just a nice little, just a nice little tour through, uh, through my favorite, one of my favorite movies with my favorite uh, characters. So that was pretty great. Um, I wasn't expecting a three-part crossover, and this Dragon Goddess number 13 did a great job. You know, number 13 in the books, one in our hearts, Dragon Goddess, good job. So there's a link to that. Enjoy it. Let me know what you think. And uh, don't actually, you know what? I take it back. Don't let me know what you think. I mean, I care, but you know who's going to really care? Dragon Goddess 13. Tell her what you think. That's what's important. And I have to go back and make sure that I actually commented because I thought about it a lot and I just got to make sure I'm not a fucking hypocrite. But if I didn't, I will comment right away as soon as I get done with this podcast because that's the right thing to do. So moving on, fic number two is, and this is the newest fandom for me. This is the one I had no experience with whatsoever. But it was, uh, so I found this one, it was called The Fall of the House of Holmes. And as you can guess, uh, it is a Sherlock Holmes fic. It's by Okapi, O-K-A-P-I. Okapi, perhaps? I don't know. Okapi? I don't know. Uh, But anyway, there's a link, follow it. It is a really great homage to Edgar Allan Poe's Fall of the House of Usher which is one of my favorite Edgar Allan Poe stories, but I hadn't read it since I was in eighth grade. And I just remember it like, it's one of those stories that like worms into your brain, which is a lot of his work, of course, because he was dark and creepy. Um, But it like wormed into my brain. And it was one of those ones that I just like, oh, I couldn't stop thinking about it from when I was a kid. And then, um, and it's just, I mean, it's just so dark. It's like one of those stories you just want to like, ring out because it's so heavy and like dense and cold and just like ugh. but um perfect for what I was looking for this week so I was really excited when I found it and this writer did a great job of staying loyal to the actual plot of Follow the House of Usher and working in uh working it in as Sherlock Holmes and uh with John Watson and with Mr. Trevor, who I have to admit, I do not know who that is. But he had a delightful dog with him. He was the narrator, this Mr. Trevor. He was the narrator. He had a dog named Rasher with him. And Rasher was just a delight. And I kept waiting for something. Okay, spoiler alert. Nothing happens to that dog. He's okay. All right. I'm the kind of person that if there's a, a pet of any kind in a trailer... I will not see the movie until I go to doesthedogdie.com and find out if the animal is safe. Because I can't watch it. I can't read it. I can't. There's nothing I can do. If an animal gets hurt, I will be turned off. So as much as everybody loved John Wick, I could not enjoy it because it was just too sad. And I know it was the best possible if they were going to hurt an animal in John Wick you know, what better vengeance than to have Keanu Reeves literally murder everybody for the next two hours about it. Of course, that's what you want to do to avenge the death of your sweet, innocent animal. But I still couldn't watch it, still couldn't enjoy it. So don't worry. There's a dog in this story. His name is Rasher. He's a delight and he survives the whole fic. He's happy. He's unharmed entirely. So don't worry about Rasher at all. That's what I'm going to tell you. 
Also, there's a huge spoiler if you've read Fall of the House of Usher, because like I said, this goes along pretty well. This writer did such an amazing job with the details, and it just like, I just felt like, I mean, it's such an easy thing to say, like, oh, my God, I felt like I was there. I straight up did, though. I mean, this story creeped down my spine from the first paragraph. It was so well paced and it's very short. It's only three chapters, but just really, really, um, really builds that sense of foreboding. And you're kind of sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? But you want to keep reading. And it's not in a scary way. It's in a, I mean, it's not in a bad way, like a confusing way. Like she didn't do a good job. He, she didn't do a good job of explaining the situation. It was just like, I'm in the dark and I can't, I need to know what's going to happen. I need to keep going. I need to see this through to the end. And it is fucking dark and it's scary. And it was honestly like, it takes a while a lot to give me a genuine chill. And this fic totally did it. I also read it uh, on transit when it was like gray and rainy and chilly. So it was like the perfect atmosphere to read about a rambling old house on the moors in the tarn. I don't know what tarn is, by the way. If somebody wants to tell me what tarn is and how it can swallow a house, I would love to know. Um, but it was just like, Oh, it was so good. It Like, you could taste this fic. The details were just like, just crunchy and great. Um, so I highly recommend both of these fics. The, or the Fall of the House of Holmes, like I said, it was my first foray into the uh, world of Sherlock Holmes fic. And there is a reference to um, Sherlock and Watson being in love, which I don't even think is fan fiction, right? I mean, that's, they're just in love. Everybody knows that. Like, I mean, John Watson's wife knows that. And and I think it's adorable that the two pairs who have most famously pay, played them, um, Cumberbatch and Freeman and Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr., both admit that, they're, that their characters are in love and that they love each other more than, than anything else. And that that's this underplayed, you know, this underplayed kind of, uh, connection between the two of them. So when people write about it in fic, I'm like, well, yeah, of course, obviously. I mean, that's canon. That's not... Mm. I haven't watched the last, I want to say, two series of BBC Sherlock. I think I stopped at season th- series three. Don't hate me. If this has become canon since then, I would love to hear about it. But if not, no big deal. Um, we have the fix. <laughs> and we have the knowledge in our hearts that those two are meant to be together. And I love uh, how Mrs. Hudson kind of alludes to that whenever she can in both uh, both universes, I guess. Um, it's just so good. It's just so good. And it made me, this fic in particular, I was like, even if, like I said, I don't know who Mr. Trevor is. And it's an AU, obviously. Um, so it, it can be read entirely as a standalone. You don't have to know anything about these characters other than, you know, the basics of the Sherlock Holmes you know, kind of framework, but it really doesn't, there's nothing taken away by me not being a super fan, which I think is really important when um, you're writing, when you're writing fanfic. I mean, there's a lot that you can do to be like really myopic and get like super detail driven, but I feel like if you're going a little bit broader, especially in an AU situation, it's it's a lot easier to digest for a lot of people. So that's just my personal take. 
And those are your fix for the week, guys. Those are what I want you to read and creep yourself out with because it's Creeptober. I'm probably, look, don't worry. I'm not going to do a fucking theme every month, but like it's October. We have to do scary stuff, right? Um, and speaking of scary stuff, if you have a scary story or a um, book or a movie that you can't get through October without reading or watching or just something that's good and creepy, I really, really, really want some new suggestions. And I'm also trying to figure out what to do um, when Chelsea comes on the episode this month. I kind of thought maybe we could just read each other scary stories back and forth, but I don't know. Uh, so if you guys have any ideas or you want to send us a fic that you want us to talk about, it can be your fic. That's fine. We'll be nice. I promise. Even if we don't like it, we'll like it. Shut up. We'll like it. Um, if you have something creepy, scary, uh, paranormal especially, that's my jam. If you have something that you're just like, this is going to sound crazy, but... I want to fucking hear about it, okay? I will never, ever, ever roll my eyes or laugh at you or tell you that something creepy and paranormal and ghosty did not happen to you because I 100% believe that it did. Whether You might not even believe it and I'm going to believe it for you. So I would love recommendations. I would love to be sent scary story fix. I would love to be sent scary stories, period. Uh, ghost stories that happened to you are divine. I gobble that shit up. And I, yeah, I want to, and even if you just want to tell me um, what you're doing, what's on your fall bucket list, because we all have one, right? If we're all the basic bitches that I am, you can just, and if you don't have one, you just go on Pinterest and you find one, friends, because they're all over the place. And it's fun stuff. If you're looking for stuff to do, it's fun stuff. So I recommend it. But if you want to send me any of these things and you really uh, want to help this podcast grow and reach more people and be successful, uh, there is one thing that you can do that is better than all the other things, and that is to leave a review and a rating on iTunes. That is the best way that I get we get noticed, that um, people can recommend us, that we show up in search engines. It's It's the best way. So if you're enjoying this and you want to show me how much... <laughs> please consider leaving a review. It doesn't have to be lengthy. It doesn't have to be wordy. It doesn't even have to be all that eloquent or in English. You can leave it in another language. I'll translate that shit. I'm not worried about it. And, uh, and I think, um, I think it's really important to show creators that you're liking what they're doing in all aspects. So if you find something on Inktober that you love, if you um, read some fix this week that you love, if you are listening to a podcast that you love, for instance, right now, go to the review receptacle and leave a review. And in this case, it's iTunes for me. So please consider leaving a review for the I Ship It podcast. But if you want to just send me your recommendations, like I asked, or your fix or whatever, you can find us on Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at iShipItPod or iShipItPod.com. And we also have affiliate links and coffee and all kinds of fun stuff if you want to just donate to the cause and tell me to shut up about my reviews. I won't, but I would appreciate it. You know, help me buy a pumpkin spice latte, okay? <laughs> That's all I want. Um, no, I don't. I want a caramel apple cider. That's what I want. Let's not lie to you guys. Caramel apple cider is the way to go. 
So drink your favorite fall drinks, curl up, watch a scary movie, listen to this podcast, read these creepy fics, and I will see you guys next week for more fun fan fiction love. I hope you have a great week. Get your ship together. Mwah.